0: I see you, and I see you, and you, and you. I see each of you because you are me. You are a reflection of me because we are all reflections of God. So my question is, from what state of being are we showing up? Are we showing up from that state of being of knowing that we are an expression of God? There are always two places that we can come from, a place of heaven or a place of hell, a place of courage, a place of fear, a place of scarcity, a place of prosperity. But we get to choose all the time. As Riesa was saying, she could have been the victim or the victor. And every moment of every day, we have that choice, and we get to make it. We are all masterpieces and we are all works in progress. But we are also perfect expressions of God. The absolute truth is that you are love and that you are love and you are love. We are all love. And the other absolute truth is that we forget all the time. But there's another great song that we sing here and it's Goes, I'm going to look twice at you until I see the Christ in you when I'm looking through the eyes of love. And you're going to hear a little bit more about how I had to experience this this week and still am experiencing it. But when I see you from that place of love and truth, I could see myself from that place of love and truth. So that's why I do my best to come from that place. So my talk title is, I See You, and we will be looking at how we show up for ourselves and for each other. It is the same. So it also means how we're showing up for God in our life. So let's look at a couple of things. Since I last talked, we had a big day, Easter, and Easter is about transformation. So how's that transformation going for everybody? Because everybody wants transformation, but nobody wants to change, right? When Jesus said, I'm going to send the comforter, from a metaphysical perspective, what he meant was, the comforter is a new way of being in relationship with reality, and it'll come after the transformation. So transformation is about an inside change, not an outside change. Our life on the outside might not change at all. Remember the karate kid, wax on, wax off? (laughs) Or there's another Buddhist saying, chop wood, carry water. Hmm. And before transformation he was chopping wood and carrying water, and after transformation he's chopping wood and carrying water. But what happens is the change within us, how we see it differently, So, your relationship with those simple acts of life will be different because we've done the spiritual work. When we have released what is no longer working, we experience the crucifixion of old ideas and lesser identities. We experience the resurrection or rising of a newer, higher vibration in who we are, made in the image and likeness of the Most High. We are all made in the image and likeness of God. And that from that higher consciousness, we see the Christ in one another, we see the Christ in ourselves. This is the truth. This is the truth of who we are. We each came here to be that and we are all beautiful, and we are all magnificent. Feel this in your heart, not just because I'm saying it, but because it's the truth. Knowing this takes practice and commitment and mindfulness. Let's just take a breath and put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly. And say with me out loud, we're going to say it three times, I am whole, repeat. I am whole. I am perfect. I am perfect. I am love. I am love. I am whole. I am whole. I am perfect. I am perfect. I am love. I am love. One more time. I am whole. I am whole. I am perfect. I am perfect. And I am love. I am love. Let's just sit with. We have to go in. Our inner awareness, the kingdom of heaven, whatever you want to call it, we have to do that journey inward. It is from this place of inner awareness, this place in our heart, that we experience our connection with God. It is a state of awareness. You can rest your hands. Pay attention to the inner life. Ask yourself, what is my state of being that I'm experiencing and sharing in this conversation? I found this great poem. It's called The Invitation, and it's a poem by Araya Mountain Dreamer. And it gives us some ideas of what the spiritual work can open us up to. Here it goes. It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for, and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you have touched the center of your own sorrow, if you have been opened by life's betrayals and have become shriveled and closed from fear or further pain. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving to hide it or fade it or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or yours. If you can dance with wildness and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful, be realistic, remember the limitations of being human. It doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself. If you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul. If you can be faithful and therefore trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty even when it is not pretty every day and if you can source your own life from its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure, yours or mine, and still stand at the edge of the lake and shout to the silver of the full moon, yes. It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after a night of grief and despair, weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done to feed the children. It doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustained you from the inside when all else fails. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in those empty moments. So what is this poem asking us for? I think it's asking us to go deep, go deep within our hearts and soul. And this way here, we can not only see each other, but we can hold one another in those places. So are you living your life from your heart center? Either way, I see you. I see you. We each see each other from the place that we stand. In March, I talked about Mary Magdalene and her gospel, and how it was about rising above. But in her gospel, what it really means, the ascension really means, is going into the heart. Delving in is how we rise above. The message from our Gospel is about loving oneself, having self-worth, believing in yourself, and all of this comes from listening to your heart. Ascension is about stepping into your full divine embodiment, descent into, into the heart, so further up is really further in. We are here to attain the freedom our soul remembers. Mary's Gospel reminds us, when we block our heart, we block the voice from within, the vision of love that is within each of us. There's an ancient misunderstanding that we are not worthy of love. The ancient divide is the idea there is human and there is divine, and that they are separate, and that one is better than the other. And that is not true. Ascension, this life's journey, is about knowing the love that comes from understanding the worth inherent in being human. Another way to say this is the fullness of life doesn't come from searching, it comes from awareness. In first letter of John 4.12, it says, No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. The Holy Spirit's interpretation of the New Testament says, this is a sentence of self-acceptance. This is a sentence that comes upon your heart as you look within and see that which you find there. That which you find is love, it is you. That which you find is life, and it is you. That which you find is beyond description, so we call it the word. And that which you find is you. So my summary is, God is love, and we are that expression. We are love in expression. We are love, and we cannot not be love. I see you as love. And then even more, now throughout the Bible, there's many, many beautiful scriptures, right? These were just the two that I picked, okay, or three. John 15, 12 to 13, God said, My commandment is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this. To lay down one's life for one's friend. The Holy Spirit's interpretation of the New Testament says, You are not separate, and so you can do nothing alone. All that you do, you do of me, meaning God. Therefore, do not fear, for you cannot make a mistake. If a mistake must be made, an action taken apart from me. And yet, no action can be separate from me, as there is no separate. Anything that is not of me does not exist. Be not concerned over nothing, for this is a distraction from our joy. Instead, look only to me and look only to reality, which is joy, because reality knows not of separateness, And so it knows not of nothing. That which knows of nothing must be everything. And it is that which I am. And so are you. So in summary, when we look at anything other than through the eyes of love, the eyes of God, (coughs) we take away our joy. I see you as joy. Then in Matthew 22, 37-39, to Jesus himself said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Holy Spirit's interpretation of the New Testament says, Let your love for God be your guiding light in all you do and all you think. Never forget your love for God and give all things to God. In this way, you will move steadily along your journey. And the second commandment is like it, for the second commandment guides you within the distraction of the world. Love your neighbor as yourself because he is yourself. There is no greater truth than this. Your father, of course, is right. You are joined and at the wedding banquet, but the dream of the world keeps you from knowing that this is truth. So awaken from that dream by accepting the truth. The journey to acceptance is the journey to heaven is joy accepting the truth and you are there so my answer my summary love is the answer love god and we love ourselves and our neighbor we are all one we are all connected the sooner we see this and live from this place we will find peace and joy i see you i am you The way I keep my connection with God is through the still small voice, through meditation, through going in and listening. So I want to ask you to imagine that the still small voice in you, the divine in you, is giving you an important message. Let's take the first commandment, the first commandment and if you struggle with the word commandment, call it a challenge. But imagine it translates as, I am the one who is... And always will be your God who can bring you out of a narrow way of seeing things out of your enslavement and your worries the first commandment is an offer of partnership our proposal of marriage of spirit the silent intuitive voice is saying and I love this I've cared about you and I've come through for you but now I need a commitment from you as well we are being called To help complete the creation of the world by joining God to repair it. We are joined, uh, we are being called to help complete the creation of the world by joining with God to repair it. So, as you know, in these talks, whenever I do a talk, I have to live what the talk is saying. (laughs) <laughs> yeah So two things came up for me this this time, not just one, two and both of them I realize are lifelong beliefs that separate me from God and truth and oneness And the first one is about my life, my living, making a living and how you know chair massage is really coming back very slowly and I don't know what this means and I'm freaking out about it so I just calm myself and say, God has a plan and not for nothing, but I've had my own business for 30 years I've I've experienced, No lack. I live a prosperous life. But I still go to that place of fear. But one thing that the pandemic has done for me is kept me on course with that practice of going back to God. I feel like I'm a better practitioner today because I don't live in that place for as long, kind of like what Reyesa was saying. The second one isn't as easy. So some friends, and my husband, are planning a celebration for me, check out your newsletter. and So, people have an RSVP, and I'm one of seven, so I have six siblings. Five of my siblings will not be here, and I don't even know if the sixth will be here. And, at first I was very angry, and then I got very sad. And I kept going through my head. I can't believe this. I go to every graduation, every christening, every wedding, everything for all of my family. I'm sure they have ordinations to go to all the time, right? And I just kept going over this and over this. And finally, I said, I heard a friend of mine say, Teresa, your family has never been there for you. Why do you expect them to be there now? And I said, yeah. That's the truth, so I have to love them anyway. I have to forgive and love them anyway because there are gonna be a lot of people celebrating me. Michael always used to say, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. There's gonna be so many people here celebrating me and it's gonna be great. So that helped a lot. And then my nephew called, or responded, and he said he was coming. And I was like, oh my God, my nephew's coming. And I was all excited, within a minute, I think a minute. I was like, do you think his brother's coming? Oh. I like, stop. Stay in the celebration. So how much of it is my stuff about not wanting to stay in that joy and seeing the love in all of it and seeing the connection in all of it and seeing the blessing in all of it? My star, R. Eckhart, said, As long as a person holds himself unto God, he will receive the divine inflowing. How does the soul receive from God? The soul receives from God, not as something foreign, as happens when air receives light from the sun. The soul receives from God as light receives from light, where nothing is foreign and distant. The fullness of life doesn't come from searching, it comes from awakening. My soul is one with God's, so I receive it there. Our soul is one with God. We receive it there. There are so many ways to experience the divine and being spiritual. Like the Buddhist expression, there is one moon and many reflections. To see yourself as who you really are and for me to see myself as I really am, I must accept there are many ways to deepen my spiritual experience of life. And here's a list of some of the ways that some people do. And the list is small. There's lots of ways, but the point is finding a way that you can go in and you connect with that experience of God. A deep moment of prayer, meditation, or song in which you truly break free of a mind's noisy chatter to find a strong sense of inner peace and oneness with God or the universe. The second one is a warm and meaningful gathering of friends or family to celebrate a holiday or life cycle event. I didn't put that in there. It was part of what I was reading. (laughs) A sermon, a book, a class or teaching on a spiritual topic that not only stimulated your mind but also improved the way you live. A spiritual retreat that took you out of your daily routine and gave you ideas about a higher purpose of life in life. A volunteer experience or job in which you felt you helped another human being and did some of God's work. A ritual or spiritual ceremony that moved you emotionally and made you feel connected to a higher consciousness. A visit you made to a place you consider holy or inspiring. Noticing during an illness or death of a loved one that you were able to feel a strong connection to God's love and to the support of caring people. A moment when you treated a stranger or a person in need with dignity and respect or when you saw the godliness in someone and it made a difference in how you relate to each other. Moments in which a sunrise, a walk in nature, a piece of music, the birth of a child or a deep connection with someone you love made you feel open to the divine presence. And these are just some of the ways that we can get connected to that God that transforms us, that rises us up to that higher consciousness and reminds us of who we are, that we are all one and that we are all love. So to summarize, nothing I've said here I'm sure you didn't already know. I see you because we are connected and I want to see you because I want to see me. The more we get clarity on our own authenticity, the more love and joy we can feel in our hearts. The more love and joy we feel, the closer we are to God and being the person we each came here to be. Be open to seeing love in all things and in all people, including yourself. And the way to get there is through the journey into the heart. So I want to say thank you. I'm your sister companion in prayer, possibility, and power. I appreciate you, and I love you. Until we meet again, remember, you are blessed, and you are always a blessing.